previously on Growing Up Gilmore. He started it, and she's like, he's 16. What are you doing, (laughs) having a slap fight in the middle of the street? She didn't have to ask if you were okay. I wouldn't have. (laughs) I know you wouldn't have. (laughs) You do look good. (sighs) He's like, screw this. Yeah, (laughs) just like grabs her, and it's like... He throws that table. I'm sorry, I would have broke out laughing. It's just... Yeah. What's the point then? Just gonna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Amy. And this is Elise. And we are Growing Up Gilmore. This week we are discussing season one, episode 18, the third Lorelei. Let's just dive right in because. I don't have much to say about this episode. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a standalone. But it's funny, though. It's very funny, yes. Mm-hmm. So, Elise, who is our writer and director for this episode? Um, Michael Kettleman again. Oh, so yay, I love him. Yeah, but he's going to be done after season two. He oh, will really? not do anything after season two. But um, his previous episodes, Cinnamon's Wake, That Damn Donna Reed, Christopher Returns. He's done episodes of Smallville, Dawson's Creek... That kind of television. Okay. And then our writer is Amy Sherman Palladino. Okay. And a fun fact is actually a quote that I think is kind of cool. She said, I really like that the shit in your family never really gets worked out, but that's what's so great about family. That's why the show is a great show to write. You're never going to run out of conflict. Mm-hmm. We've just dis- we've that. discussed this before. Yeah, it's like why can't you just just move past this? You know, you you never can because if it's not fully addressed, you're never gonna move past it. Yeah, yeah. So. That's I think my husband said this show is just a bunch of people with unresolved trauma, mm-hmm. which is accurate. Yeah, yeah. The last episode left us with Dean and Rory broken up. Lorelai kind of seeing Max again. Well, kind of. I mean, she was. I mean, yeah. They, like, went in. They all were. In. They're all in. Just kidding. That's I need to see thing. you every second and call phone calls every minute, Lorelai. Yeah, so. To make this work. Let's see what happens here, shall okay. we? Yes. We are opening at Friday night dinner with the three Gilmore girls sitting around the table. Emily is getting frustrated because it's completely silent. They have nothing to talk about. And she's like, surely there must be something we can talk about. And Lorelai cuts in with, did you know that a butt model can make $10,000 a day? And Emily's like, Camelot is dead because she compares them to the Kennedy clan. And it's very clear that they don't want to talk about Rory and Dean breaking up. And what's Lorelai going to talk about? Having sex with Max? No, (laughs) there's nothing to talk about. Richard finally comes to dinner and he says, I come bearing good news. He just talked to his mother and everything is fine, but she's coming for a visit. And immediately Emily's face drops and she keeps going, when, when, when? As they're all discussing, Richard ends up making a joke and Lorelai follows with that the third Lorelai, great grandma Lorelai is God. Yeah, because Richard's like, guess who was I was on the phone with earlier? And Lorelai's like, God. Mm-hmm. He's like, No, my mother. My mother is God. Or your yeah, like, your mother Mother's is God. God. My great my so grandma God is, is God. Wo- God is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> 
and she's like, I'm going to call in for favors so I can get Madonna tickets, which is interesting because Elise and I were talking about how much we hate Madonna yesterday. (laughs) But that's for another podcast. Emily excuses herself from the table in this like kind of polite, frantic way. Mm-hmm. And that's where the scene ends. So clearly there's some stress involved with Richard's mother coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I'm excited for this character development with Emily. Me too. We immediately follow up this scene after the intro with Emily downstairs panicking, going through boxes and trying to find things. And Lorelai asks her what she's doing. And she replies that she needs to pull out every gift that Richard's mother has ever given them because when she comes, she wants to see all of these things. And Lorelai tells her she's an old woman. There's no way she's going to remember all of these things. And Emily reminds her that she doesn't just give a gift. She gives a gift. She tells you how much it costs for insurance purposes. She tells you where it should be in the home and all of these things, which would be very stressful. Mm. And she's like, she doesn't consider that my taste is different. She just wants us to have these things and she wants to control the way that we live our lives. Well, Emily is also controlling, so that's not going to work. And it's like very similar to when Lorelai gets a gift from Emily. Mm Mm-hmm. Emily comes over and it's like, well, where's, you know, I can't remember what it was. And Those she, candlesticks. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I changed it for this monkey lamp, you yeah. know? So there's some similarities to that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny to poke fun at the whole, like, I don't like my mother-in-law gag. Mm-hmm. It's very stereotypical. But in this instance, I love it. Mm-hmm. Because Richard is so in love with his mom. Mm-hmm. And Emily just is pretending like, la, 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 it's fine, we'll be fine. Like taking Xanax every (laughs) five minutes, but hopefully she can get everything out and unpacked. But that would be incredibly stressful. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the only time we see another part of the house. I don't think we see another, like the storage area and there's like a wine cellar on one wall. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying, yeah, I know we see the basement again when Emily... Climbs out the window when she's mad at Richard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that episode. Me too. Me too. Following Friday night dinner, Lorelai and Rory are in the car talking about the excitement of great-grandma Lorelai coming to visit. And Rory says she can't wait to meet her, that Richard says... She's just like her, and Lorelai tells her that she'll love you. Rory says, I hope Grandma is okay, and Lorelai says, she'll love you. (laughs) (laughs) And I think there's going to, well, we know there's going to be some sick, twisted behavior from Lorelai because she knows this is eating her mother alive, and she just wants to have some fun with that. I have a feeling this episode will be like, little vignettes again mm-hmm. of of what's happening in all of these different areas. So it'll be a quick back and forth this time around. We are back at Chilton and Paris is ruling over what looks like a group project with Rory and Tristan and Madeline and Louise. And they have to develop like their own country. And she says, we need to have a king and queen Rory and Tristan. 
can you be king and queen? And they look at each other and they're like, us? No, no. And you can tell immediately there's that awkward tension because of the kiss at the party where they kissed and Rory started crying and ran away, which I'm sure may have been a blow to Tristan's ego a little bit. Yeah, especially since he already just got broken up with too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paris then decides that or no, excuse me. Madeline says that she'll be queen. And then Louise chimes in that she'll be the lady in waiting. Rory continues that she doesn't want to be queen. And they end up talking about Henry VIII and making a reference to him beheading what one of it? his wives. Mm-hmm. Which, if you have not. This is not Gilmore Girls related, but if you enjoy musicals, I know Elise hates them. (laughs) The musical Six is about Henry VIII. It's not about him. It's about all of his wives. Oh, I would. If I was going to do a musical, then I would do that one. It is phenomenal. We saw it in D.C. and we saw it here in Minneapolis, but it's so well done. It actually started as a fringe show in the U.K., And it's just the women and it's just power song after power Mm -hmm. song. So good. I highly recommend. Anyway, they establish that they need to work on the project. So they're going to meet. It must be Friday because she says we're going to meet tomorrow at 9 a.m. on a Saturday and discuss their country and the rules and everything. Paris already has a massive packet of information ready to go. Even Madeline jokes when she gets the packet and says she designed the flag. So clearly Paris has done most of the work, which doesn't surprise anyone. And as they are leaving, Paris stops to talk with Rory and she says, I have a question. What's going on between you and Tristan? Rory tells her that there's nothing going on. It's The same as always. And Paris says, I disagree. And Rory goes, you always do. And explains that there's nothing. And she says, okay, fine. And hands her the manifesto for the country and says, read this and get back to me. And that's kind of where that ends. Rory realizes that she left her notebook behind in class and goes back and Tristan has it. He tells her, oh, you left this behind. She says, thanks. And then they try to leave the classroom at the same time and have that moment where they both get stuck in the door frame. And Rory's like, we can't. This cannot be a thing. And she says, we need to talk. And he pretends like he doesn't know what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. And he says, about what? And she goes, we have two and a half years left here. We have to work on projects together. I don't want things to be weird between us. I think we need to talk about what happened. And he came around to it. So they are going to talk about what happened. And I really like that they're kind of giving Tristan this moment to be more than just the heartthrob mm-hmm. of Chilton. I think it's... Well, He really, I think he really likes Rory I at know. this point. I think so, too. And, well, we know he does. Mm-hmm. But why why does she not see it or perceive it than more of than just the 
silly teasing and, you know, whatever. It, I don't know. We can talk about that. I know. That it's strange get, to me. Yeah. I don't know. I can, so. I mean, you can always kind of tell when someone likes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, we can <laughs> but talk yeah. about it. Maybe because he's such a player and in her mind, when you, when you see someone that way, and I've done this before too, and like they're like flirting with me, I'm like, oh, well, they just flirt with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You don't overthink it. Well, and I think too for her, it's like, he's really popular and people don't like me. Yeah. So why does he like me? Yeah, he can basically have any girl. What You know, why would I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We are now at the Independence Inn with Lorelai and Michelle trying to figure out the computer. They keep having, like, a system error, and both of them can't figure out what's happening. So this must be new. They haven't said that it's new, but I don't remember there being an iMac computer at the counter because they used to do all the booking in that big book. So this must be a new thing for the inn. Mm -hmm. So they're showing, not telling. The phone rings, Lorelai answers, and it's Emily. And she says, I need the hat rack back. And Lorelai's like, the fish flies at midnight. Who is this? Like, who's calling just saying I need the hat rack back? Well, of course it's Emily. And Lorelai's like, what What hat rack are you talking about? The hat rack that we gave you for Christmas five years ago. Well, that gets Lorelai started on. You gave me a used gift. And Emily says, we didn't use it. It was still in the crate. Lorelai tells her that she'll bring it on Friday when they come for dinner. And Emily is very relieved. It would have been funny if Lorelai would have re-gifted that. Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I would think getting rid of a hat rack and the size of it, it, it's massive. Yeah. Why are you not getting rid of that, but you're you're getting rid of candlesticks? She should have gave her those dogs. Lorelai oh, would have loved know. them. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, True. They I could always tell great. when a gift is re-gifted. Yeah. There's just something about it. But mm-hmm. I guess I've never got a hat rack. I actually do have a hat rack. Was it gifted to you? It was. It was. Someone re-gifted it to you? No. Oh. It was my stepdad's mom's oh, okay. hat rack. But we don't have it out. Kind of re-gifted then. Yeah. Yeah. But like a nice re-gifting. Yeah. Not like a, I'm not going to tell you, you this yeah. didn't belong to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> We are back with Rory and Tristan walking outside of Chilton and Tristan says, well, are we, I guess we're going to talk. Are we going to talk? They sit down and Rory tells him that it was a great kiss. It was a good kiss, not a cry worthy kiss. And he immediately goes, well, that's good. Would you want to try again? And she's like, clearly you're not that heartbroken. (laughs) She says that maybe he needs to take a break from well he says I need to take a break from girls and she says I think that would be very hard for you like lockup facility hard for you and she said maybe you need to start just by taking a break from a certain type of girl and he says what would that be or who would that be 
And she says, just use your brain. You'll figure it out. And I think it's good advice for him. But at the same time, I don't see how that's going to fix the awkwardness between the two of them. Because he clearly still likes her. So there's going to be an awkwardness no matter what. Yeah. And they're starting to form a friendship by this. Uh, Yeah, I do like this scene. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to see how the two of them can communicate and talk about things. And I I appreciate that Amy added a little scene between the two of them. Mm -hmm. It would have been really interesting to see where Tristan could have gone. It's hard almost to expand on him too much because we know he leaves pretty soon. Yeah. But. Yeah. Sad. We get this great scene with the two of them, and he's gone in a matter of a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in season two. Yeah. For a little bit. Very shortly. But he got... One Tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's the main player. Yeah. So, but we were laughing because, and I think we've talked about it in another episode, how Alexis Bledel really looks at people's lips. Mm-hmm. And she's really staring at his lips in this scene. I know. But he does have nice lips. He does have nice lips and a nice smile. And nice eyebrows. And nice eyes. Yeah, he's just a nice looking man. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess... I would stare at his lips too. Yeah. I'm thinking about them right now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) At one point while they're talking about him picking a different kind of girl, Rory suggests picking someone smart and driven and... Basically her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And she goes, you know, someone like Paris. And he's like, Paris? And she said, she thinks you're amazing. And Ugh. it'd be such a good pairing. You should give her a chance. Yeah, she has like her own baggage. And then he says a matching set because he has his baggage too. Which is funny because in Concert Interruptus, She really defends him by Mm -hmm. saying they have similar things going on. Mm -hmm. He's like, Paris? Okay, well, maybe. But I'm curious why you think Rory would say Paris or even talk about Paris with Tristan. Why do I think she brought that up? Mm -hmm. I think she was honestly trying to do it for Paris. Yeah. Because she knows Paris likes him a lot. Mm -hmm. But man... Do not do that to your friend. No. Do not tell the guy, like the guy that she likes, that she's crazy about him. No, especially. <laughs> it's like way to set her up for failure. Especially in a conversation where you're talking about how the two of you kiss. Yes. Because Paris doesn't know that. This is like, yeah, and this is something that I think from some people I've known would have done something like this in order, like, they're kind of throwing you under the bus, Mm -hmm. and they're doing it intentionally, and to get them to like them more. I don't think Rory's doing it that way. No, but she does kind of backhand compliment Paris to Tristan, to be like, I know she's crazy and blah, 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 but she's crazy about you, and it's like, like, Rory, that's not not cool. It it, it is not cool. But think about the last time Rory paired a friend up with someone. It was Lane with Todd. But she was like forced. But Lane 
was the one that initiated it. Yeah. Not Rory. Mm-hmm. So Rory is not a wingman. Yeah. No. And he <laughs> has mm-hmm. no idea, like, how to play matchmaker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... Yeah, it, I, I don't think, think she was doing it mean, but no. it is... It comes off very mean with the backhanded compliment and of mm-hmm. Paris and... She could have just been like, why don't you go for Paris? She's, like, hot. I bet, you know. Yeah. Say something like that. Instead of being like, she worships you. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not a relationship then. It's like, I don't know. Because Paris is not going to ever be a casual dater. Yeah. She never is a <laughs> casual She's not a casual dater. person in general. No. So it's like, you can't expect her to just go on a date mm-hmm. and have it not mean anything in the end, you know? And I think Rory is treading dangerously here with that. Yeah. For being so well-read, um, mm-hmm. read in between the lines, honey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the Gilmore Girls are getting ready to go to Emily's, or I should say Rory is getting ready to go. Because Lorelai is sitting on the couch, ready to go, flipping through channels, looking very impatient. And she's yelling at Rory to hurry up and get this show on the road. And Rory's like, why are you bothering me? Usually I have to pester you to go. And one time I had to pay you $5 to not wear sweatpants. And in my, in my opinion, wouldn't you rather just dress nice and not deal with your mother than wear sweatpants? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, that's besides the point. But it comes out that Lorelai, or Rory deducts that it's because Lorelai is excited to watch her mother suffer all night. Because she knows she will suffer. She keeps calling Lorelai mean. And she's like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to laugh. I'm, I won't be rude to grandma. And she keeps getting like this smirk on her face. And Rory's like, you're so mean. And as they're leaving the house, Lorelai stops and grabs her camera. And Rory says, mean. They're in the car driving on the way there. And Lorelai smiles and Rory looks at her and she goes, mean. <laughs> and that's where this ends. So as we are approaching a very special Friday night dinner, we shall see what transpires. The girls arrive with this hideous coat rack. It's like bronze and then the coat rack arms have like naked cherub angels on them. (laughs) It's so gross. Emily sneaks them in. And she sets up the hat rack exactly where Lorelai the third would want it and then tells them to throw their jackets on it so it looks like it's being used. As the girls walk into the living room, Emily says, Mom, look who's here. And I just have to say, I love Marion Ross. I love her, love her, love her. I love her from Happy Days. My husband loves her because she plays SpongeBob's grandma. Oh, I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. So she does a little bit of voice acting now and she's a lot older now. Yeah. And 
grandma's SpongeBob doesn't really talk as much as she does have this like cute little laugh that she does. Mm-hmm. And it's very Marion Ross. But anyway, she says, I'm not going to look up. She's like reading the paper. And you can already tell there's tension between mom and Emily. And Lorelai and Rory walk in and she says, Lorelai, like she's surprised that Lorelai would be there. And I'm sure that somebody said they would be there. Yeah. But she asks them to come in so she can look at them. She says they're tall. Richard says that he's so proud of Rory and that she reminds him of her and on and on and on. Lorelai and Rory sit down and Lorelai the third says, well, Lorelai, since I last saw you, you dropped out of school. You had a baby out of wedlock. And what else have you done since then? And Lorelai makes a joke, well, between having a baby and, you know, moving out or whatever, I also got my ears pierced. Lorelai third kind of just rolls it off her back and says, I hate a scandal, but I love a woman who is self-sufficient. And she asks Lorelai how she how she supports Rory. She says she works at an inn and Lorelai III tells her that she appreciates a woman that can work hard and that hard work builds character. And the whole time this conversation is happening, Emily comes in with hors d'oeuvres and Lorelai III's like, is that cheese? Am I supposed to eat the cheese? And Richard says, oh, where are those spiced nuts that my mother loves so much? And Emily immediately drops the tray and runs to get the nuts. And then she comes back with the bowl of nuts and she's like, spice nuts. And Lorelai III's like, am I supposed to just put those in my hand? Oh, she's so rude to Emily. Yeah. And Richard thinks nothing of it. Like mm-hmm. totally, I don't know if it's like he's clueless about it or... He's such a mommy's boy. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. That's why she's probably glad that she lives in London now. Yeah. Emily runs back to get plates and napkins, whatever, and eventually comes back with plates and says, oh, I brought some plates and napkins. And Lorelai III's like, good for you. Richard, escort me to the dining room. I'm ready for dinner. And Emily reminds her that dinner isn't ready. It's only 7.05. And Lorelai III says, Richard... If I were ever kidnapped and held for ransom and it needed to be there by a certain time, do not put Emily in charge. And it's like, wow, this is rough. Mm-hmm. And I, you feel bad for Emily. Yeah, she's awful to Emily. And it it's one of those situations where moms think no one will ever be good enough for their son. Ugh, and I hate that. I know. Me Ugh. too. Yeah. It's creepy. It's creepy, and it's like, why? Why don't you... Well, and they both come from similar backgrounds, so it's not like Emily was, you know, a a maid or... not. I'm not saying those things are bad, but I'm just talking about, like, this society. She came from a very good family. Mm. So why, why the issue? Just because... It's a mom not wanting, thinking anyone's good enough for her son. I think that's part of it. And Emily's an easy target for her a little bit. Well, yeah, because Emily's not going to stand up to her. That dynamic's already been set between them. Mm-hmm. So she enjoys the power over yeah. Emily. 
Yeah. And some people are like that. No matter what you do, they're just going to... Mm-hmm. They're just going to walk all over you. Yeah. But, I mean, it's got to be, like you said, no one's good enough for my boy. So, whoever... Whoever, whoever maybe, he would have married would have been a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. But and maybe. I mean, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just painful to watch. It's terrible. They are gathered around the table now eating dinner. Rory compliments the dinner. She says, what What a great dinner, Grandma. And Lorelai Third says, oh, very good. I almost believed you. Just another dig at Emily right away. And Lorelai Third asks where Rory's going to school, and they tell her about Chilton. And she says, that's a very expensive school. I'm curious how someone who runs an inn can afford a school like that. And Emily cuts in that they're helping Lorelai with Rory's schooling. And Richard says, we want to make sure that, you know, Rory's schooling has taken place. She's in the top percent of her class. So we just want to make sure she's taken care of. And Lorelai cuts in that it's just a loan. And she intends to pay all of it back. And then as soon as she says it's a loan, Lorelai Third kind of throws her napkin on her plate. And she's like, I've had enough. I'm going to bed. And Emily says, don't you want dessert? And she goes, I once stayed in a hut in Cambodia. And I didn't have dessert there either. <laughs> and then she goes to bed. And it's left with the three of them. The three Gilmore girls sitting around the table like, what just happened? (laughs) And Lorelai is expected to be there tomorrow night for a dinner that Lorelai III has planned. And Rory says she can't attend because she has a study group and that Lorelai will fill her in on everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I just want to mention that they... Lorelai says, oh, you know, Rory wants to go to Harvard. Oh, yes. And that really sets off Lorelai the third. She's like, and she says, Harvard, Richard, you're a Yale man. Your father was a Yale man. We are Yale people. And Lorelai cuts in, we want Rory to be whatever kind of man she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And Lorelai the third goes, that's enough jokes for one evening, Lorelai. She's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love, love it, it though because this is where we first see the planting of the seed of Yale. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that must have been a writer thing where it's like, you know what, thinking ahead, long game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we keep well, the show and you know going. Who introduced Harvard was Emily. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. With Lorelai the Third's reaction too, yeah, because Emily's the one that said she's going to Harvard, yeah, and yeah. that already anything that comes out of Emily's mouth is going to set off Lorelai the Third, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So to say Harvard when they're all Yale people, I'm sure is yeah. hard, mm-hmm. but I don't get all of that. I mean, I never will either. No offense to my future children out there, but I don't expect my children to need to go to an Ivy League school. So Mm. if that's what they want, I mean, that's cool. But but this like 
prestige of you only go like Princeton, how Christopher's mm-hmm. whole family is like, I'm a Princeton man. We all went to Princeton oh, and you yeah. stopped my son from going to Princeton and Princeton, Princeton, Princeton. And now it's going to be Yale, Yale, Yale. Ugh. Well, guess what? Maybe we want to start a new path of the women in the Gilmore family going to Harvard. Yeah, well, you know where my school is? Luke's Diner. That's <laughs> where I learn. That's where I learn. I went to the school for hard knocks at Luke's Diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. He don't show me how to build a cabinet. <laughs> we are back at Chilton working on the group project. And we open with Madeline and Louise sitting there looking through a magazine, and Madeline says, maybe someday I'll own a magazine, and then I can get all of my nail polish for free. And I think about, if this show were made today, Madeline Louise would totally be like TikTok influencers. Oh, totally. Just, like, on their phone constantly. Mm -hmm. But Rory comes in, and she brings coffee and donuts for everyone in the group, and she's in an unusually chipper mood. Paris comes in, they're already talking about the project, and Louise stops them and says, no talking about the project until I've had my coffee. And then Tristan walks in, and he comes up to Paris and says, Paris, can we talk for a second? And Paris is like, uh, sure. And they go out into the hallway, and immediately... Madeline and Louise are like, what's going on? It's like when a dog hears a sound and their ears perk up. Mm -hmm. I feel like their ears are perking up at this. Like, what could they be talking about? Something in private? And Rory's like, who cares? Just maybe they just needed to talk about something. And when Paris comes back, she seems all giddy. And she says that Tristan asked her out on a date. And Madeline and... Louise are like, oh, okay. When? When? And Paris says, tonight. Like, oh. Yeah, Louise goes, ooh. And Paris is like, what? What? She says, less than 24 hours notice. That means someone probably canceled. And it's like, why are we like this? (laughs) And Rory's like, well, maybe he just got the nerve to ask her. Yeah, she's trying to make it better again. Because... I don't think he did have a date. No. I think he really was just like at home and was like, you know what? I'm going to take Rory's advice Mm -hmm. and ask Paris out. So either way, Paris is now going out with Tristan. And that's where that scene ends. But I'm curious what your thoughts are. What do you think a date with Tristan and Paris would consist of? Uh, A movie. Yeah. Um, and... Like a recent movie, or do you think it'd be, like, an old movie? A a new movie. Yeah. That came out. Um, trying to think, this is 2000? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I just pulled up popular movies that were out, that came out in 2000. Okay. I'm going to give you some options, and you tell me... Okay, I love this. What do you think Tristan took Paris to go see? Okay. Now, keep in mind, of the time of year this is... Yeah. Well, let's just... I can't. But we can just speculate. I'm not going to do that because <laughs> it would take forever. So we'll just say that all of these, these were an option. Like, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Dude, where is my car? Yeah. What lies beneath? American Psycho. 
boiler room, Menmento, bedazzled, traffic, coyote ugly, the perfect storm. Remember the Titans, unbreakable, 28 days, almost famous, Requiem for a dream, bring, wow. bring it on. Oh my God, they totally S- saw Bring It On. Scary movie. Oh. Mm. I'm torn between Bring It On, Scary Movie, Dude Where's My Car, and Coyote Ugly. I feel like he would go for Coyote Ugly because the girls are hot. But and Dude Where's My Car because it's Ashley Kutcher and Sean yeah, William Scott. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, if he was picking the movie, I think that's what they'd see. Yeah. If Paris was picking the movie, I think Psycho. <laughs> American Psycho? Yeah. Or what? she's I an think... Alfred Hitchcock. She's made Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock references. Oh, she would see a good movie. Yeah. Or a really weird one, like What Lies Beneath. Yeah. It, yeah, she... Oh, Meet the Parents came out. Center stage... Uh, there's more here. Center stage... Oh, I'm where so the heart curious. is. Maybe she made him go see where the heart is. Cast away. Think, oh my god. <laughs> they did not see Cast Away. Me, myself, and Irene. Ew. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think that he yeah, she would have picked something. I think he almost famous. The movie. She would pick almost famous. Yeah, she would. And so would I. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a musical now too. Mm, really? Everything's mm-hmm. a musical now. I know. He I'm about to be that. a musical in a couple oh, years. Stop. But <clears throat> I I have a feeling he would be picking the movie mm-hmm. and it'd be something she wouldn't like at all. But yeah. she would pretend she was enjoying yeah. herself. Because she wouldn't be watching it. She'd just be thinking about him. Right. And then they'd go have like burgers or something afterwards. Mm-hmm. Very Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. Our next scene starts with Lorelai running in the house very quickly saying, I have five minutes, let's go chat upstairs. And she's getting ready to go to dinner with her parents and her grandmother. Rory is sitting on the couch and they're talking about their days. And Lorelai says, are you sure you can't come tonight? Rory tells her, I have to get this done because Paris will send me to the tower if I show up without my work done tomorrow. And she tells Lorelai that she and that Paris and Tristan are going on a date. And Lorelai asks how that happened. Rory tells her why did a little matchmaking. Lorelai does a horrible Ricky Ricardo impression saying, what have I told you about staying out of other people's business? That's Lorelai telling her that was a bad idea. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, Lorelai finishes getting ready. She grabs her shoes and she runs out the door. And that's all that scene is. But I do think it's important to note that Lorelai told her, stay out of other people's business. Mm -hmm. It's not going to bode well later. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's just. mm -mm. Mm -hmm. After Lorelai leaves, Rory is enjoying her thawed out chocolate cake that Lorelai took out of the freezer for her and there's a pounding at the door Paris is at the door she has a bunch of clothes in her arms and she tells Rory I don't know what I'm gonna wear I brought over my entire wardrobe so you could help me pick something to wear and Rory goes through her clothes and she goes this is your entire closet you'd be a very well-dressed widow 
And Paris is like, the only thing I don't have here is my Chilton uniform and my bat mitzvah dress. And that has a menorahs on the collar. So I love that Paris is also Jewish. And this is how we find out. Mm-hmm. Rory says, why didn't you go to Madeline and Louise for this? They're good at the pick a top to wear kind of thing. And Paris says, yeah, they're good at that, but they're not good at the how do I stop myself from freaking out and throwing up 12 times on the way to his car thing. Yeah, they just freak her out more. Yep, exactly. And I think she would enjoy that. And I'm I'm glad that Paris is seeing that and Mm -hmm. recognizes that and knows that Rory is not that kind of person. So Rory brings her upstairs to Lorelai's closet and starts picking out different things. And the first thing she picks out is like this silky pink shirt And she's like, what do you think about this? And Paris says, my mother says when I wear pink, my head looks small. I'm like, of course your mother said that because your mother never has anything nice to say about you. (laughs) And Rory's like, okay. That's just because her boobs are so big. Yeah. Actually. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they're talking about how Paris has never really been on a date before. She's never really kissed anyone before. And she asks, you know, about Dean. And Rory says, yeah, Dean was my first boyfriend. I had never kissed anyone before Dean. So she starts getting all down in the dumps about Dean and picks a horrible outfit, in our opinion. Oh, God. A horrible outfit for Paris. But, I mean, it's the early 2000s. Yeah. That was probably very in. I remember when those, like, sheer pattern blouses were cool. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was only 10 then, so, you know, I was still wearing butterfly clips at that <laughs> point, which are now back in style, so yay. But she gives Paris an outfit, and she tells Paris to go try it on, and while Paris is getting dressed, Rory finds a stack of note cards, and she brings them to the bathroom, which is funny, because this is a bathroom I didn't know about up until this point, upstairs, because we really only ever see... Lorelai's room upstairs we don't see anything else we don't get a lot of bathroom scenes no I'm just the one that comes to mind the most is when she's crying about Logan yeah well and also eventually they redo the upstairs oh yeah and add the bathroom Mm -hmm. there yeah so I'm going to see if I can find a layout of their house because I think somebody made one oh yeah because there's I think there's a floor plan one on Etsy It's really cute. Yeah, so maybe I'll look at that and I'll link that so you guys can see kind of the floor plan of the house. But she says, "Uh, what are these, Paris? And Paris said, oh, they're just, you know, conversation points in case we run out of things to talk about. And Rory says, I think maybe we should leave the card about the Spanish Inquisition out. (laughs) And Paris is like, not a romantic topic. It's so funny if she pulled out her cards and was like, so... What do you think about the Spanish Inquisition? I, know. I don't just screwed that up. That's okay. <laughs> That'd be me. Yeah. You'd be like, can you say it? Well, and Paris talks fast. She is on par with yeah. Rory and Lorelai. I don't think Tristan could keep up with Paris, honestly, intellectually and just generally speaking. Yeah. And if she were to bring that stuff up, I could see him just completely shutting down. Mm hmm. Will be so bored. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to know what else she would want to talk about. Oh, politics. Yeah. Politics for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and like probably really awkward pop culture things that are like currently happening that she really knows nothing about but wants to bring up for the sake of being relevant Mm -mm. you know yeah yeah so she comes out and Rory tells her she looks great and she says "I, I don't think it looks good and she goes I wouldn't lie to you you look great and they go pick out a lipstick and that's where the scene pauses because now we're going to cut to Friday night dinner and see how the other Lorelai's night is going. I want dinner. I know, me too. I don't know if I want rabbit though. No. (laughs) (laughs) So we are at dinner now at the Gilmore residence and they're they're having rabbit that Lorelai the third brought over from London on dry ice and Emily just looks thrilled. I don't I'm very curious what rabbit would taste like. Would you try it? Uh, probably not. Oh, I would try it. I mean, if I had to, I would, but I like rabbits. I think they're so cute. What's, like, the weirdest thing you've eaten? Um, alligator, I think. I think I had alligator okay. when I was really young. Yeah. Um, they serve alligator at the state fair here. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's I think that's so. I'm just I, I haven't had a lot of weird stuff. I guess. Yeah, when we went to Jamaica, like before COVID, I really wanted to try goat because that's popular there, but they I didn't have goats. it. And then I also wanted to try conch, but there was a conch shortage, so I couldn't try that. So I got like fresh fish that they caught that morning and grilled, and it still had like the eyeball and all the bones and stuff. It was so good. (laughs) And I think Bryn was like completely disgusted with me like picking the meat off of like the little fish bones. And he's like, what is that? You know, like Angelina Jolie likes to eat insects. Yeah, some people do because they have like Like spiders and a high source of protein. Would you do it? I would not. I'm not putting a spider in my mouth and eating it. I'm okay. I'm okay. My stepdad um, is a retired Navy vet, and he lived on submarines for a long time. And he's tried a bunch of weird stuff because they were all over Mm -hmm. the world. And I think the one thing he said he had that he would not want again is monkey. No. Yeah. I just love, I don't know. I wish I could be vegan, to be honest. I wish I didn't even want to eat animals at all. Yeah. Um, it's ex- it, it's an expensive lifestyle choice to be vegan. Mm-hmm. But and I do I, like me. It's just... Yeah. I love animals so much. I'm not eating a monkey. Hell no. Yeah. And chickens eat themselves. So... I yeah. mean, I'll eat a chicken, I guess. Chickens I don't feel as bad about. It's, it's mostly how inhumane... Yeah. Anyways, this is a whole yeah, different... Is, yeah, we don't even no, need no, to no. include all of this. Anyway, no, we're not going to. <laughs> we don't need to be upsetting PETA. Okay. <laughs> so as they are sitting around discussing the rabbits for dinner, Lorelai third decides she's done and asks Lorelai to walk with her to the next room so they can all have a glass of brandy to end the evening. And Lorelai third says she doesn't like that... She's borrowing money from her parents to pay for Rory's school. 
And Lorelai says she intends to pay them back. It's not a big deal. Emily says, we don't mind loaning her the money. And Richard said, we certainly don't. Rory comes first in this household. And Lorelai third says that, you know, loaning out money to family is very dirty business. It's not a good look. And says that she came into town to meet with the lawyers and make sure all of their affairs are in place and that they're ready to go for, you know, the inevitable when she dies. And Richard's like, you're never going to die. <laughs> but Lorelai the third continues by saying, I also wanted to make a trust fund for Rory. And Lorelai is surprised by this and says, really? And she goes, I wasn't going to make it available to her until she was 25. But if you would like, I can make it available to her now so she can pay for Chilton. And it's like, what is the difference between Richard and Emily loaning her the money, very well knowing that Lorelai will never be able to pay them back versus Lorelai the third giving her the money but labeling it as a trust fund instead I think in her well she just doesn't like the idea of loaning yeah the word loan is yeah, the key it, it's tacky to her yeah. we don't do that with our family you know right. um, we so don't this, we have the means we don't need to be loaning you right is this her way of undermining Emily yes mm-hmm Because Emily's the one that used the word loan Mm -hmm. first. And she's like, well, this, the Gilmores do not loan Mm -hmm. money. I mean, I think she just does not like the idea of loaning to family. Mm -hmm. And yes, it is under, to undermine Emily, but I don't think it's just because of Emily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think. What do you think? No, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the way she keeps saying loan makes me think that she's, like, implying that the loan idea comes from Emily. Mm-hmm. Where, really, it was Lorelai's idea. So, I don't I know. I mean, do you think that it goes as far as that she knows that that's why Lorelai comes over? I don't think so. Okay, so it's not that deep. No. It's no. not vindictive. Well, and Lorelai third wouldn't know. That that's anyway, the deal. Yeah, because that they struck. She yeah. hasn't been there since Lorelai was twelve. Yeah. Because they always Emily and Richard always went to London, they said, and didn't bring Lorelai with them. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought process. Is Unless that she just didn't hear much about and all of a sudden she's doing I mean, she seems like a really smart woman. Yeah. Yeah. So she might know that oh, all of a sudden they've been coming over. Mm-hmm. So that must be part of it. Yeah, could be. So, so I mean, I don't know if she's doing it vindictive or not, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, she's no. kind of a. That's what's cool about this character is she's kind of mysterious in that yes. in that matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In manner, yeah. But they decide they're going to have tea, high tea tomorrow to discuss the ins and outs of the situation. And Lorelai is just ecstatic. And she's like, I don't know what to say. I want to do high tea yeah, sometime. We should. Yeah. There's a place in Anoka that does high tea. Oh, my God. Let's do that. It's mm. called um, the Mad Hatter. Okay. 
cute. And I've never been. I would love to. Yeah, let's okay. get the girls. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Everyone, it's in Noka, Minnesota. We'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> Make reservations in advance because it's always very busy. And bring your snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> Lorelai is ecstatic and she's like, I don't know what to say. And Lorelai the third goes, nothing tonight, please. She's like, okay, that's great. And she decides she's going to go to bed. So Richard escorts his mother up the stairs. Lorelai gets ready to leave. And Emily stops her and says, you're not actually considering this, right? And Lorelai says, what do you, what do you mean? Of course, this is great for Rory. And Emily says that's a lot of money for a young girl to have access to. She'll want to do things. She'll want to leave you quicker. She'll want to go to Europe without you. And Lorelai tells her, no, those are things that we're going to do together. This amount of money is not going to change our relationship. Emily says, you won't be needed anymore because she'll have money for everything she needs. Mm -hmm. Emily is speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. Lorelai didn't have money, but she left anyway. Mm -hmm. And she tells Lorelai, it's not fun to not be needed. Mm-hmm. You'll see. I think Lorelai made it work without money because it was a different time. And she got lucky getting a job at the inn right away. Mm-hmm. But there does seem to be this element that ends up kind of sinking into Lorelai that money could really change their relationship. Mm-hmm. It changes a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. Changes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And even the money for Chilton changed her relationship with her parents. Mm-hmm. Now she actually sees them every week. Rory is a part of their lives now. It it does things to people, and it's a situation where you wouldn't know what changes are going to happen until it actually happens. So I think while Lorelai on the surface knows it wouldn't change anything, it's still going to change things. Mm-hmm. And this is another example from other episodes where Lorelai stands her ground with Emily and she's like, no, I, you know, don't, I'm not taking your advice. You know, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately leaves and Emily's gotten into back into her head. Yep. Oh yeah. We've seen this happen yeah. many times and we're only 18 episodes in. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a continuing thing for sure. Lorelai comes home after her dinner and Rory is asleep. She kind of tucks Rory in and takes her books away and doesn't wake her up to tell her the news. Would you wake Rory up to tell her the news? Mm, no. You wouldn't wake your daughter up and be like, you just got $250,000. <laughs> That's like so, like not even in my realm of what I know. could happen to me. Um, I don't know. If she was out, I might, I might wait till the morning. Yeah. You would wake him up? I don't know. I really don't. I think part of me would want to. Yeah. But also another part of me is like, nothing is set in stone yet, Mm -hmm. so don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that she is holding the Harvard stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Because now is Lorelai like, maybe she should go to Yale. Yeah. You know? Well, she has a reflecting moment, too, where she's looking around at Rory's room and there's you got the picture of London mm-hmm. and the, the India calendar. So there's all these things that Rory does want to eventually do. That cost a significant amount of yeah. money. 
and Harvard that, being yeah. one of them. And not even just that, but like that is the planted thought of Emily being like, believe me, one day you're not going to be needed. You'll know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that part of the reason she didn't tell her? Could be. Didn't wake she her sees up? all of these things that Rory wants to do. And mm-hmm. she's like, if and she, she wants her that, to do it. Yeah. It's not that. It's, right. But she sees all of these things and she's like, I want to do those too. Mm-hmm. And is it a little bit of resentment because she didn't get to do all of those things? Perhaps. I mean, I didn't get in that moment that it seemed resentful. No, but I think, I think subconsciously parents that had to give up a lot for their kids, mm-hmm. there is naturally going to be some resentment mm-hmm. of, I didn't get to enjoy this time because... I had kids. You know, she had Rory at 16. She didn't Mm -hmm. get to travel. She didn't get to go to college. Yeah. You know, or an Ivy League school that she, you know, would have gone to. And I think she loves Rory so much. She wants her to to experience all those things. Mm -hmm. And I think in that moment, there is that thing of being like, well, eventually she's going to be traveling the world. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy my time with her as long as I can. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Lorelai is not ready to let go of Rory yet. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that's the biggest thing here. Yeah. She didn't even like Rory sleeping over at Babette's. <laughs> <laughs> it's next door. So. Yeah. I feel yeah. for her though. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, parents are still growing up too. Mm-hmm. And we forget that. Yeah. It is now the next morning, and Lorelai is with Suki. They are shopping for flowers, talking about what happened with Gran last night. And Lorelai tells her that it's a lot of money, and she didn't wake Rory up because she was sleeping, and she didn't want to bother her. And Suki point blank says, you don't want to tell her. And I love that Suki has to always be the one to point out to Lorelai what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai's like, no, she was sleeping. I I didn't want to tell her. And, and or I didn't want to wake her up. And Suki's like, what is going on? Why wouldn't you want to tell her? And Lorelai explains that Emily got into her mind about when she gets that money, it'll change our relationship. And Suki tells her that's impossible. And Lorelai said, if I got that amount of money, I would have left faster And Suki says faster than 17. But Lorelai admits that Emily has now like sunk into her subconscious of if she gets that money, she can leave. She can go do things that she wants to do and she doesn't have to bring me with. And Suki is like constantly reminding her that's not true. Like the two of you are close and it's like this battle of reality versus what your subconscious can do to you. Mm. And I feel like Suki is always the reality person where Lorelai just kind of spirals, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it ends with Lorelai saying she needs to catch tea with her mom and gran. And that's Mm -hmm. where we're off to now. Yeah. I was happy to see Suki. I'm always happy to see Suki. I love her hair in these, like, newer episodes. I know. Like, the red is perfection. Vibrant, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
We are at the Gilmore residence. Emily and Richard are mid-argument. Emily is arguing with Richard about the money offer and says that he needs to get her to take it back. He doesn't want to do that. He says that's impolite. It's rude. Emily says you need to get her to take that back because if they get that money, Lorelai won't come back. Everything will change. And I think at that point, Richard understands it's not about the money. It's about they actually get to see their daughter now. And she thinks that if the money were to come into the picture, that Lorelai and Rory wouldn't come over anymore. And that selfishly is why she doesn't want Rory to take the money. Mm -hmm. But I like that she plants the seed that Rory would change and Lorelai wouldn't see Rory anymore, but Emily's worried about not seeing Lorelai anymore. Mm-hmm. I think Rory would still make an effort to see her grandparents, but I don't know if Rory would or Lorelai would make the same effort mm-hmm. once Chilton was paid for. Yeah. It's so, an interesting turn of events there. Yeah, that's really what it was all about for Emily. Mm-hmm. Was she's scared that she won't have them come over anymore and I think she is starting to feel like I'm just getting to know my daughter now Mm -hmm. because she at Rory's birthday said I don't know my daughter at all Mm -hmm. and she wants you know this time to get to know her and rekindle what they can of the relationship and if they don't have to pay for Chilton anymore then they don't need to you know, they won't get the opportunity mm-hmm. to get to know Lorelai. Yeah, I mean, it's not really giving Lorelai and Rory much credit, though. No, because that I don't if think they so were either. to do that, that would be really shitty. Yeah, I would I agree. almost would not want them in my life. No. But um, if they would just stop seeing them because they didn't need the money anymore, right? right. I don't think I don't think that would happen not at this point i don't think either but i think that is an insecurity of emily's and i understand why Mm -hmm. absolutely we are back at chilton rory's waiting for paris to show up and she walks up and says it was a really great date they went to a movie and they hung out afterwards and she got a kiss and she said it was a great kiss and she's like on cloud nine and rory's so happy for paris Paris goes inside and goes up to Tristan and said, hey, I had a really great time last night. And Tristan says, yeah, I got that from the five messages you left on my answering machine. And she was like, too much. Got it. Like, oh, my God. And he says, no, I thought it was cute. And I'm like, "Okay, good recovery, Tristan. Thank you for not making her feel like an idiot yet. And she says, we should do it again sometime. Different movie, but same basic plan. And he's like, yeah, that would be really great as friends. And I'm like, there we go. That's the ticket. And she's like, oh. That's worse than, I'm flattered. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. And he's like, you felt it, right? Like, we're better off friends. And she's like, yeah, I have great deductive skills. (laughs) (laughs) and he goes yeah when rory mentioned that go on a date yeah go on a date i wasn't sure but it was fun and and she's like rory and you can immediately see in her eyes that she's like starting to see red and i told Mm -hmm. elise it reminds me of that like siren sound from kill bill (laughs) she excuses herself from tristan 
and goes up to Rory and yells at her saying, I'm not your charity case. Like, I don't need your help. Don't do that. You know, why would, why are you setting Tristan up with Paris, the loser and all of this stuff? And Rory's like, that's not, that's not what this was. I was, you know, I think she was legitimately trying to do a nice thing, but it really backfires here. And it ends with Paris yelling, I hate you (laughs) at Rory as Madeline and Louise are walking in and they're just like, what did we just miss? Yeah. And she's doing it right in front of Tristan too. Right. Oh, and I, and then, sorry, she does it right in front of Tristan. Rory then goes to Tristan and says, you told her? He goes, I didn't know it was a secret. And he, he didn't in his defense. And she's like, well, what's the problem? She's really nice. And he goes, well, would you rather I lead her on when I like somebody else? And she's like, oh, you like somebody else? You're not over summer yet, are you? And he's like, yeah, that's it. And all the guys in the background are like, you moron. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. And he like turns around and she starts thinking And I think that's when she puts together that he still really likes her. Mm -hmm. So, you know. God, I don't know if she's cut out for Harvard. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) you know. Yeah, no, her inferencing skills are not quite (laughs) up to par. We are at high tea with the Gilmore women and grandma, excuse me. Gran is, what does Emily say? Harassing a bathroom attendant. (laughs) And Emily and Lorelai are sitting. And the first thing Emily says is, well, how did Rory react? And Lorelai says, oh, she's excited. And she's looking at the menu. And Emily says, that's it? What did she say? And it comes out that... Lorelai didn't tell Rory she was she said she was asleep I didn't want to wake her and Emily says oh something I said struck a chord with you and they get into this bickering match back and forth when Gran comes back to the table she says that she needs to leave because she has some last minute packing to do and after seeing the way that Emily and Lorelai are fighting back and forth she is worried that that amount of money is not in going to go in the right hands. She Lorelai tries to say that Rory is incredibly mature and Grand says I'm not worried about Rory, I'm worried about you. And then she looks at Emily and says and I think she gets it from you. She says Emily get my coat. You two are welcome to visit me anytime in London and walks away. Lorelai looks at her mom and says, you win, you won. I'm not getting the money. So Emily seems remorseful, I think, immediately mm-hmm. and says she's sorry. She goes, maybe I can talk to Gran on the way home. Maybe I can call your father and have him fix this. And Lorelai said, no, like we still have our deal, right? And Emily said, of course, of course, that's fine. And Lorelai says, then we're good. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And Emily, you know, I think appreciates that moment. There's like a look in her on her face that says, 
<sighs> okay, then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And she says, I better get out there before your grandma leaves without me. And she gets up to walk away. And Lorelai says, Mom, can I ask one favor? And Emily says, anything, anything at all. And she goes, don't make us take the hat rack back. <laughs> and Emily gets this smirk on her face and she's like, deal. It's cute. It's very, very cute. cute. There was not really a recipe that went for this week's episode, so I decided to take it upon myself to treat Elise to some afternoon tea. I made little cucumber sandwiches just with a cream cheese spread and cucumbers, and then a chicken salad with mandarin oranges and strawberries with a little strawberry on top. What else did we do? Macaroons. Oh, yeah. Macarons. Macarons oh. are the oh, French. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Macaroons have coconut. Oh. Mm-hmm. My mom will listen to this and she'll be like, Elise, <laughs> it's called macarons. I'm sorry. Please um, teach me how to make a steak, Amy's mom. <laughs> okay. um, we also did glazed lemon bread tea mm-hmm. with fresh lemon. I loved the cucumber sandwiches. Me too. Those were divine. Mm-hmm. And I froze the bread a little bit so it cut really nice. and But super easy, like 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, whatever. I thought we were having high tea, but technically it is called afternoon tea because it was more of a meal where high tea would be like, or excuse me, afternoon tea is like finger sandwiches and like smaller things where high tea is more of a meal, from mm-hmm. my understanding. Um, and afternoon tea, they have they do like the three-tiered layers, and the bottom layer is like sandwiches. The middle layer is like scones or like a English muffin, and you do like jam and stuff with it. And then the top layer is the sweets or desserts. So you work your way up each course. So that's kind of how it's supposed to work. We were not that fancy, but we did have teacups, which was really fun. (laughs) Very cute. So that is our review for this episode. I guess you could say average would be what, like a four out of five average? In my book, it's a five out of five. Yeah. So I definitely will be eating those again. Me too. Awesome. Mm Our final scene takes place with Lorelai meeting Rory at the bus stop with a cup of coffee. And Rory tells her that she got yelled at by Paris. And she's really sorry because she doesn't think she'll be getting her miniskirt back. And Lorelai says, it's okay, we're even. You lost out on $250,000 today. (laughs) And Rory's like, what? And they walk together and they walk away into the distance and that's how this episode ends. But she's still going to get it, though, right? When yes, she's 25? Not, not until she's 25. Okay. So she I, should tell her that. Yeah. I'd be like, sweet. Well, and I think the way a trust fund works is they put the money in there. It accumulates interest. Yeah. So it'll be more yeah. by the time she's 25, mm-hmm. which is great. But I think ends up backfiring later when she is old enough to oh, get that money. Definitely. So, yeah. But we have a few things to discuss in our town meeting, so let's get started with that. We call this town meeting to order. 
this episode was a, a really heavy reference episode. We have 30 pop culture references. So if you follow us on TikTok, make sure to check out these episodes because Elise puts a lot of hard work into them. And while we enjoy them and laugh at them, we love to see that you are all enjoying and laughing at them too. If you are coming from TikTok, leave a comment on our most recent video telling us, you know, I'm here from the podcast or whatever. We'd love to know who's listening. It's fun to hear people saying that they listen. And somebody else posted a TikTok about... The references, not understanding the references. And like four of you tagged our TikTok and were like, you need to watch Growing Up Gilmore. They they cover all of the references and what they mean. And I love that. That was really exciting for us to see. Mm -hmm. So we are at... I want to say one thing about a reference in here that I'm mad about. Oh, yeah, please. Is the Cranberries reference. I know. You made a face. Because Lorelai's like, like, it's like this annoying cranberry song you can't get out of your head. And we mm-hmm. decide it's probably zombie. I think so. Because that song is definitely an acquired taste. That's I my love... carry song, karaoke song. Oh, really? Yeah. I could see that. And Creep by Radiohead. Yep. I have broken some hearts. Let me I tell imagine. you. With these songs. Well, so when, when a couple friend of ours got married, they did karaoke instead of... A oh, yeah. dance and you sang smile and i did not sing smile yeah you did <laughs> i did not sing smile i don't even i i did um dream a dream a little dream of me i swear you did the lily allen song no nope i've never done it i i did mamas and papas fine and i did these boots that's fine <laughs> whatever you say these boots are made for walking that was kind of that's one I, of the first times I met you. Yeah. Was at that wedding. Because Bryn and I had only been together for a year at that point. Yeah, we met actually on New Year's Eve. Though. We met on New Year's Eve, which is so cool. Because yeah. then how many years later you're in my wedding on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Our friend anniversary. Who would have thought? Anyway, nostalgia, man. Our next episode is season one, episode 19. Emily in Wonderland. This is a really good Emily episode. I'm very excited for this one. Me too. So I think that's it, right? I Yeah, I don't have anything. No. I'll see you in another 35 plus references. Yeah. <laughs> later. I'll see you on the other side. Damn. Yeah, that's going to take a while. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much. Be sure to follow us on TikTok underscore growing up Gilmore underscore. We are also that same username on Instagram. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We are also on Pinterest. Same name. That's where you can find our books and movies list. And I think that's it for now, friends. So we will see you next week for Emily in Wonderland. And we'll all grow up Gilmore together. I'm, I'm, no, you take that out, please. Take I'm not it taking out. that take out. Take it out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>